Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned into the voice of the faith and work movement. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him this afternoon. We are privileged to be your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We are. And you know, Jim, I'm excited because the countdown is on to Christmas and I'm just you know, this is a favorite time of year for me. And I just pray that, you know, I was thinking about the blog that we've written just recently. And I just want to encourage you listeners, if you don't subscribe to our blog, go to iworkforhim.com and look at the blog tab and you can subscribe there. But one of the things we just talked about was things that you can do um, in your work to um Take advantage of the time of year that it's Christmas, that people are more open to talking about Christ at Christmas than any other time of year. And um, so I just was thinking about that. I hope that you'll take the um, opportunity to get that resource. And um, it's at iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. You know, we spend eight or nine hours a day with the people at work. If you're a boss, supervisor, manager, owner, The people that work with you are trusting you for their livelihood. They're trusting you to pay them, to train them, to reward their their hard-earned efforts and send them home a better person every day. We train people to work and do it well, but how often do we take time to minister to their souls to help them become healthy inside and out? We have the opportunity to invest in our people in light of eternity. How often do we take advantage of that? Not every employee would want to participate, but today I'm asking you all to think of ways to open up topics of faith and Jesus to those around you. Well, one set of companies in Austin, Texas is doing just this. Tony Dale, Tony Dale is here to talk to us about the Wisdom Journey Bible Study being held at the Karis Group in Sidera Health, and he has a bunch of participants who are going to share their experience too. Tony Dale, welcome back to I Work For Him, and Merry Christmas. Well, Jim and Martha, thank you so much for inviting us. We uh, all counted a privilege to be here, uh, and we, we just love what you're doing through this radio show. So thank you for the opportunity. So, Tony, before we get to talk to your room full of guests today, just one really tough question. How did the Lord stretch your faith in 2019? Uh, Well, Jim, today is not going to be about me, uh, but I'll try and briefly answer that question. Uh, Because 2019 has been a fascinating year. Uh, I mean, here at Karis, where... Uh, We ended last year with the retirement of our much-loved former CEO, Mike Martin, uh, and uh, began the new year with a wonderful young man that uh, the Lord had brought to us. Uh, But uh, very unexpectedly, you know, from uh, all of our points of view, his family circumstances changed, uh, and all of a sudden we found that we needed uh, to be appointing someone that he had already brought Uh, to become the new CEO here at Keras. When you go through that much change in the first half of the year, unexpectedly, uh, it really teaches all of us to to reach out and and hold on to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And and the the fascinating, fabulous thing, uh, I mean, if if I could go into depth, you know, it would be fun, but uh, so many unexpected things that were going on and how much God has already brought out of it within the year for his glory. 
uh, I feel like uh, Keris is on a better footing now than perhaps uh, it's been at any point in its 23, 24 years of existence for where the Lord is really taking it. Uh, so I, I just want to say thank you, Jesus, for guiding us through uh, challenges, excitement, difficulties, uh, and uh, closing a year much further forward than we dared to hope for. Mm. You know, and I think that's the key there, Tony, and I hope our listeners hear that, is that it wasn't that it was all easy, but thank the Lord you had no idea what he had in store. And um, so walking through that kind of transition um, allowed you to see at the end a much uh, a place where you never could have imagined. And listeners, I hope that you're hearing that, that, you know, Tony didn't say it was all, um, you know, roses and, and it was easy, but God has the victory in all of that. So thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. As always, Tony Dale, you always start off the show phenomenally. Why don't you tell us about the Wisdom Journey Bible Studies that you're holding at the Karis Group in Sidera Health? Well, you know, the first thing to say would be I didn't come up with the, the term the Wisdom Journey. That was uh, our, our former sort of uh, sales and marketing director uh, <laughs> who came up with that language. Uh, but I love it. Um, uh, not not because I have, uh, you know, any particular wisdom to uh, add to the mix, but when you really sought to base your life upon what does the Word of God say? So, you know, from my early days as a medical student, you know, through, you know, many years in medical practice, moving here to the States, uh, finding that everything was going to change, that, uh, you know, God had all sorts of surprises for us. Uh, at every step, the reality uh, that Jesus is become to us, our wisdom and our righteousness, our sanctification and redemption, uh, which is what Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 1, uh, ha- has been a living reality. Uh, and so I've always loved the opportunity to find a way to try and help others be as eager to glean from the wisdom of God's word uh, as I found it for myself on my journey. So you bring that experience into the work environment. So is this a study that every employee has to go to? No, I, I can't even get every employee to do what they are supposed to do. Let alone <laughs> like wow, there's a throwdown. Oh, that was good. Uh, uh, no, of course not. You know, uh, I, I am a really strong believer in that we should be absolutely open about our faith. Uh, and that it should never be offensive. Uh, You know, one of the things I love about what we read about Jesus uh, is that he really got on well with the sinners. Now, let let me explain what I mean by that. Uh, Jesus was actually not much of a friend to those who claimed to be righteous. Uh, He was fed up with people with a religious veneer, but inside was all greed and jealousy and all of these types of things. I mean, he talks about that, you know, that the human life for so many people is just like a whitewashed sepulcher. But his heart was so open to the the, the pain uh, and the uh, ordinary uh, sort of existence, if you like, uh, of the mass of people who weren't sure where God fit into their lives, if at all. Uh, And he found it really easy to get along with them. And my prayer has always been that any of the companies or situations I find myself involved in, 
that we would create an environment where it was really easy for everyone to touch Jesus, uh, but no need for anyone to feel offended unless they're being self-righteous. <laughs> That's fantastic. So all that to say, you offer a Bible study on the work pre- premises, but what is how, how do you um, offer it? Okay, well, um, uh, I, I know you're planning to uh, ask some of the team here right. uh, sort of how they found out about it and, you know, how, how they've got involved. Um, uh, obviously, being the, the founder and owner, I, I have, as it were, certain privileges I can get away with, if you like, uh, whatever. But get away may not be the right word because uh, actually anyone can do this. Uh, when we learn to be consistent Uh, I'm not sure I've ever had anyone tell me that they've been offended at how open I am about my faith because they know I I literally bring it into everything. It's who I am. Uh, And and so, you know, we learn to love and respect each other for who we are and for what God has made us. Uh, So, yeah, we we have this wisdom journey. It's a Wednesday morning thing. Uh, At the moment, it might be, you know, in any time or place. Uh, we do it on uh, company time, uh, so people are allowed to come. That means for most people in their departments, because the department still needs to be covered, you know, they can perhaps only get there every other week. And we're looking at things we might do to, to help that. Mm. Uh, but it's totally voluntary. Awesome. And we're talking about this today for a couple of reasons. Number one, for you to know that you can offer an optional Bible study for your employees and make it available to them doesn't have to be there, but you can feed into the spiritual lives of your people at the same time as you're feeding into them great uh, talents and, and, and feeding into their whole gifts, talents, and abilities set mm-hmm. as an employee. This is part of who they are, their spiritual side. So, Tony Dale, you brought some of those participants, the Wisdom Journey participants, to the show today. Why don't you introduce guest number one? <laughs> okay, well, number one is Justine. Uh, and I'm going to let her explain why she got here. Okay, <laughs> fantastic. Justine, welcome to I Work For Him. Hi, thank you for having me. So tell us, uh, first of all, why don't you just tell us your position there at the CARES Group so we kind of get an idea. Absolutely. So my position is a patient advocate. Um, essentially what my job is is to no- negotiate on individuals' medical bills and try to get them down to a fair and reasonable price. Gotta love that. So, uh, and that, and that really is the a lot of the nuts and bolts of what the Caris Group does. So, if people, if this is intriguing to them, stay tuned. There's more to come. So, you've been participating in the Wisdom Journey Bible Study. Why? Why do you participate? That's a great question. Um, you know, what really attracted me to the Wisdom Journey was just the concept of being in a work environment and being able to openly discuss your faith. And not only discuss your faith, but also just get everyone's perspective and and interpretations on whatever it is that we're going over on that given week. That isn't something that I was necessarily comfortable with in the past, but whenever it just seems so inviting whenever it was offered once a week. Um, everyone's just so open and inviting about going to it. So one day I just decided that I would go over and, and see what it was about. And I've just been going every week ever since. So were you forced to go? Oh, absolutely not. Not at all. It's all definitely free will to go there. Um, I will say it's very enticing to go to because there's always breakfast provided. But I mean, 
but outside of that it's just very welcoming and warm and it's just such a neat way to start off your morning before you know you do what what's god's work which is helping others well and what's really you know tony mentioned this uh, in the last segment that you actually you decide to go and participate in this bible study but you're actually getting paid to go to this bible study and get fed so there's some personal incentives there (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And although that is a perk, it still doesn't deter what, you know, important work that is and and what an opportunity it is to be able to go and openly discuss your faith with your coworkers. So you said that's that's so neat. So you said that you discuss your faith. Um, Tell us something specific that you've learned um, by attending the wisdom journey. Yeah, I think one thing that I have learned is that however you interpret whatever it is that you're reading there's always a lot more depth to it and the reason what the reason being behind that is because i remember in one of our bible study discussions we were discussing how jesus and nicodemus who was a man that that was very well versed in the bible were talking about essentially how nicodemus knew next to nothing about the bible and it was only because he took it so literally and by discussing that with tony he's just asked a lot of thought-provoking questions such as you know, how would you explain to someone what it means to be born again? And that's something that none of us have ever thought about. I mean, even to this day, I, I don't know if I could ever really explain what that is. But it's so cool to just open your mind up to a different way of thinking. <laughs> so talk about how it's in being involved in a Bible study at work amongst other co-workers, surrounded by friends, people that you're all learning and studying together. How has this impacted your personal life? I feel like it's just made my life so much lighter and happier in a way. Um, it, it's a good way for me also to have a focal point, I feel. You know, it's it's nice to just come into work and, and be able to discuss that and take a message from, from Wisdom Journey and then know, you know what, no matter what, God is by my side and I have a family of people who share my values and my faith and, and they're going to be there for me as well. So it's been very impacting in that in that sense, I, I feel, is that it's helped me create a family and, and deeper relationships within my workplace. Mm. And that and that's really what I was just going to ask, like, how has it changed at your workplace? You just explained. So how does it change to how you view your workplace? You know, it's really a privilege to feel like you're coming. You're not always coming to work, especially when your coworkers feel like your family. Mm. Um, you know, there's not a single person in this office that I couldn't go to, whether it's for personal reasons or for work reasons. And I recognize the how special that is, especially just in a in an environment where that's not necessarily common in a workplace, I guess you could say. So how has it changed and impacted your life outside of work because of what you're getting fed into your life at work, not only in your work, but in this study, this wisdom journey study, I mean, your life is being fed into physically and spiritually every every day as being part of the Karis group. How has that impacted life outside the nine to five? That's an excellent question. You know, um, earlier this year, I, I actually graduated college for the first, you know, for, well, ever. <laughs> and I got my degree, <laughs> not for the first time, you know, but I had that experience. And graduating college, it's very scary because you're entering the real world and you just don't know what to expect. And this being my first real job, and it's just made my life 
so awesome. It, it's made me just realize how important it is to, you know, to stay close to your values and ensure that you surround yourself with people who have like-minded values. And outside of work, it's just really helped me get some direction and continue to live by faith. We're talking to Justine today from the Karis Group there in Austin, Texas. You can check them out online, thecarisgroup.com, thecarisgroup.com. Maybe you've got a huge medical bill and you would like a solution. Maybe you're part of a group at work and you want to make sure there's always somebody that can advocate on your side for the big medical bills that get passed on because of surgeries and other things like that. You need to have your boss, the HR person. Maybe if you're the owner, you got to talk to the Karis Group and get them to be part of your team. Last question for you, Justine. Not everybody at your workplace goes to the Wisdom Journey study, correct? Correct. So how do you keep those people that don't go from feeling left out or from feeling like they're not one of those people? Oh, you know, that's a great question. You know, I would say that everyone here is just so open to whether or not you want to discuss your faith in a group setting. And almost any time that I come out of a wisdom journey and someone wasn't there, <clears throat> excuse me, they'll always ask me what, what the message was from the day. And from there, I'm able to just discuss it with them and, and tell them in a more one-on-one kind of environment. So sometimes I just feel like people don't necessarily want to be in the group setting and they just want to talk about it face to face so sometimes that's just the best way to be inclusive is if they want to know about it then then we'll talk about it it's entirely up to them and what they're comfortable with that's great you're able to have a conversation so last question for you justine what's the favorite part of your job um my favorite part of my job is just helping people i mean i'm such a people person and i love being a person that can be there for people in this time of need it's really a privilege to be able to do that for a living very cool thank you justine for being an i work for him today thank you so much for having me tony dale you've got another wisdom journey participant why don't you introduce the next one okay well i'm going to introduce miles and miles why don't you tell us how you got here well i actually have been here the last two and a half years and um i came to Karis in a really interesting way they actually waited for me um, to start working here at Karis. It was a blessing from God because I had just recently graduated and did an internship and um, onboarded three months later. But our former CEO, Mike Martin, actually decided to go ahead and wait. And it's been a blessing ever since. Hmm. So what is your position then within the Karis group? Uh, my position here at Karis now is I'm one of the service delivery managers um, for our service delivery department. What does that mean? So you're you're helping deliver babies, service delivery? I mean, what, what are you doing? Christmas here? gifts. <laughs> so for our service delivery department, that really there's two different sides of it. We have a patient advocacy side, and then we have a member um, navigation side who really – one side is really helping people negotiate bills and helping people in the time of need. And the other side really focuses on navigating people to the right facilities that are really cash-paid friendly or friendly for their um, particular plan they may have. Hmm. Well, very good. So, so in your role there, you have been, you, how long have you been participating in the Wisdom Journey Bible study? So since we've started Wisdom Journey, I've actually been a participant, um, which I think has been almost, almost 11 months now, it's a year, wow. um, since we have started it now. And why are you participating? I participate really as it's a place really to share your faith, but also a place to really sharpen your faith. Um, we openly share ideas. We openly interpret things uh, of the Bible and of scriptures. So you're really 
looking at scripture in a different way that each person might have a different view that you may have never thought of mm-hmm. but really is eye-opening for you um, in that time of your life or just really in that moment of really rereading something you might have been told a thousand times wow never very cool down. you know so many of us as employers and organizational leaders we invest in our employees with cash we invest in our employees with benefits we invest in our employees with training to do their job well But how often do we take the opportunity to invest in our employees spiritually? Tony Dale, you've run organizations. You were a doctor. You ran a doctor's office. At what point in time did you realize, hey, I'm paying these people. I'm helping them do a good job. I need to be investing in them spiritually, intentionally. I need to do a Bible study. How did you come up to this idea? Well, uh, Jim, thank you for asking me that because it's uh, really important and fundamental. Uh, the, the Bible is very clear uh, that each of us uh, is a complete person only when we uh, look after not only the body, not only the mind or the soul, uh, but also the spirit. Uh, every part of a human being is incredibly important. Uh, and, uh, you know, Jesus didn't just heal people of their physical afflictions. You know, he came and he uh, intersected with their relationships and healed marriages and, you know, all of this type of thing. And, of course, he came and uh, he healed our relationship with God, which, you know, the Bible talks about why it is that man has found himself. Well, I shouldn't say man, man in the classic sense, meaning men and women, uh, you know, are estranged from God because of the things that have gone wrong in our lives. Uh, And so if we're serious about helping the whole person, which I certainly was as a physician, uh, when I then moved, uh, you know, sideways into business, I began to realize it's equally important that we serve every part of the person, whether that's our, our client, whether it's other vendors, or perhaps most importantly of all, if it's our employees who we spend time with, you know, 40, 50 hours a week, uh, what a wonderful opportunity to really grow together. Mm, that's so good. So I hope that um, the listeners are hearing that and kind of just, you know, thinking about it themselves. How are they investing spiritually into the people around them at work? So, Miles, we were talking to you about being a part of the Wisdom Journey Um, Bible study at your work there at the Karis Group, you said something very profound. You said that you learn not only to to share your faith, but to sharpen it. And I would love to hear what is something that you have learned as a part of being involved in this Bible study at your work? Yeah, well, um, one of the things I really have taken away from just wisdom journey in general is everyone goes through a different struggle, and a struggle really can't be defined by one person or one definition. So really from taking that struggle and not ever placing judgment, and the way judgment can be placed can be different. So really kind of looking into the way that different people did different things within the Bible, and they all had a different way of doing them, but also um, not placing judgment as long as that everyone is doing everything to serve God in the best way they can. Mm. I I love that because some often – Christians are called judgmental in society. And it is the one thing that Jesus said, hey, judge not lest you be judged. We're not supposed to be, there you go, threw a little King James in there, uh, that we, that, that we, we've all been saved from the sin that was on our own backs. And what we don't have any, there's no rocks to throw at anybody else because we're all sitting on glass thrones. We're all gifted uh, with salvation, which is what's so amazing. I love the way you put that, Miles. So, Miles, how has 
being involved in the wisdom journey study, knowing that you have an employer that wants to invest in you spiritually, how has it impacted you personally? Well, um, as far as personally, it's really made me be able to grow. To each individual to which I interact with now, I really look at it as a point of view of, hey, what would God do? What would God want me to say to this individual? Even sometimes when I feel like, hey, I might not should give that person advice, or it used to be easy just to walk away if it didn't involve me. But more now just telling, you know, hey, let me pray for you and let me interact with you to maybe give you that little bit of positive energy you may need at that time of your life. <laughs> Very cool. So do you feel like you are a better employee as a result of some of the things that you've learned in the Bible study? Yes, I actually think it's made me grow as a person as well as a manager here because it's allowed me to really look at everyone who works on the team to which I manage of like as a person as well as an employee. So not having everyone, really a lot of companies tell you to really leave yourself outside of the door and come in and just work. And here at Karis, we really want the whole person. Mm -hmm. So when you get that whole person, being able to give them the love and then the knowledge to help them grow, but also the care and really being able to care with them as my brother and sister in Christ. (laughs) So being involved in a wisdom journey study at the Karis Group, how has this impacted your life outside of work, your personal life, when you shut the car door and you turn the car on and you head home? How has it impacted all of that time in your life? Um, I really think it helps me really prepare for my outside life, honestly. Um, it's really easy now, especially being in society, to give in to a lot of the things that are changing every day and things you see on TV, radio, or just interact at the grocery store nowadays really being able to humble myself as well as to let the knowledge that I learned during wisdom journey flow out when I am in the outside world. Hmm. So what's your favorite part of your job there at the Karis Group? My favorite part, um, probably a lot of people here, is really just helping people and hearing the stories of how you helped people um, in their time of need. And it's such, and when people are struggling against medical bills, it is so stressful. Miles, thank you so much for being an I work for him today. Thank you for having us. Tony Dale, you've got another guest for us that's participating within the Wisdom Journey Bible Study there at the Karis Group. Why don't you introduce our next guest? I'd love to do that. It's Anna, who's been with us uh, quite a while, and uh, it's a real delight for her to be able to to, to be next up. Very good. Anna, Very welcome good. to I Work For Him. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So, Anna, what is your position there at the Karis Group? I am also a service delivery team manager, so I work alongside Miles. Very good. So, in your um, time there at Karis, you are participating in the Wisdom Journey Bible Study. Why, why do you participate? Yeah, so I I absolutely love Wednesday mornings and being able to show up to Wisdom Journey. Um, I think for me, it really is about um, the journey, like, you know, the name Wisdom Journey is. Um, I was always really nervous to talk about my faith just because I know how some people are very literal, literal with it. And I was never raised uh, following, you know, the Bible or reading the Bible. And it was almost always um, when I did, you know, attend church when I was younger, very black and white, and this is the Bible, and this is what it says, and I feel like now as an adult, well, now that I'm older, um, the perspective that I have about the scripture and about my relationship with God, 
um, has just changed so much. And I go to Wisdom Journey because, you know, like Miles and Justine and Tony have talked about, um, it really is about discovering that, you know, your spiritual side. And, and I think that's what I'm doing every Wednesday morning. The donuts probably help too, though, right? Oh, no, it's a healthcare company. It's tacos. It's, <laughs> I was say, it's not probably donuts. You guys are a healthcare group. You probably don't eat Wait, anything unhealthy. Wait, she said, what did you say? You it's breakfast think- tacos? Yes, it is, and they're delicious. Because <laughs> uh, it's Texas, of course. <laughs> and they're big breakfast tacos. Yes. Okay, so were you forced to go? Is this something you had to do? Is this something that you as a supervisor said, I got to go? I have to go. No, absolutely not. And on the contrary, I feel like I mentioned, I was always nervous to kind of explore that side. I always kind of used the excuse that I was a manager and I had to be on the floor um, to not go. But it really was just one morning being, you know, telling myself, let me go see what it's about. And then ever since every week, I do my absolute best to attend. I think it was just last week that I missed out uh, because I did have another commitment for work. And I really did feel so sad that I wasn't able to attend. I feel like I missed that you know, that opportunity to talk to others and, and just learn as much as possible. So, yeah, not forced at all to go, but it's definitely encouraged. And we encourage one another, and I, and I absolutely love it. Mm, that's so good to hear. And I hope the reason, you know, we're asking these questions is we really want your perspective for our listeners. And so, listeners, if you are intrigued by this at all, you know, this is these are the kinds of things that can happen in your environment in different ways. So I just want to encourage you with that. And uh, you can reach out if you have any individual questions on our contact page on iworkforhim.com. And I think it's really important to note, Martha, that you know, as we're having this conversation, Tony's made it clear that as a business owner and leader, he has allowed this Bible study to be held during work time to feed into the spiritual lives of his employees, but not made it mandatory. Right. But everybody that runs an organization that owns their own business that's listening today, you can do the same thing. There is nothing in the Constitution that says you have to separate your faith and your work. Let me just tell you that to be clear. (laughs) And more important than anything, the employees that that you allow them to grow spiritually, those are employees that you will keep, those are employees that will appreciate you, and those are employees that will produce all the more better results because you're feeding them the whole person. Mm-hmm, that's for sure. So Anna, tell us something that you have learned um, while participating in this Bible study that has, has really helped you. So one thing that I could definitely pinpoint is just that, like I mentioned, that the Bible and the scripture is not intended to be seen, you know, literally, it's not black and white, and just how much perspective people can bring to it. And my own, you know, I never thought that I would get to a point where I would, you know, talk about it openly. And so just being able to do that and then learn what my own thoughts are about it. You know, they've said many times, sometimes as you're reading it, you're, you have those aha moments and it's stuff that maybe I have heard of a lot, you know, scripture, you know, that I had heard of, you know, in my whole life and just now being able to have that open communication with others and learning about others perspective about scripture, I think has been, has been amazing. So how has it impacted your life outside of work? Outside of work, I think it's just the way that it's impacted me inside of work. Just like Miles said, just knowing when and how to have a conversation with others and and being able to, yeah, say like, hey, you know what? I'm here to, I'm here with you to pray with you, to pray for you. And I don't think that was ever something that I could have done previously because I didn't feel confident about my faith Mm -hmm. or about my relationship with God. And so now I'm, 
yeah, more in tune with that, and I've learned a lot more, and, and that definitely has helped me. Well, thank you, Anna, for sharing your story today with us here on iWorkRim. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Tony Dale, like, who gets to pick the topic for the week? I mean, do you do all the teaching, or do you share the teaching with your other leaders within the Karis Group? Okay, well, I'm, I'm really glad you asked that, because it's important to me that people understand that uh, absolutely I do not do all the teaching. Uh, in fact, uh, the folk here, if uh, you knew the sort of questions to ask, would know that uh, I don't even answer the questions. Uh, I love people asking questions, and I love turning the questions straight back to the group uh, and trying to expand people's thinking. Uh, and I've noticed that you know a number of them have talked about it sort of not right. all being black and white. You know, in the parable of the the sower, where Jesus was you know talking about you know the person who went out and sowed seed on rocky soil and good soil and you know etc. Uh, there's a very interesting phrase. And it says the seed is the word of God. Okay, and I'm a great believer that the best teacher of Scripture is the Holy Spirit. Mm. Uh, and, you know, some of the comments you've heard from folk here in terms of the, the not black and white, uh, as you mentioned earlier, I, I think it was you, Jim, uh, it might have been you, Martha, that Christians are unfortunately not very well known or loved in this country uh, because they tend to be so dogmatic and so sure they're right about everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I don't see that as the normal tenor, if you like, of, of what comes across in the Word. I, I see uh, Jesus drawing out of people a relationship with their Heavenly Father uh, and pointing them to the truth. But for all of us, it's a journey as we're moving towards that. And so our teacher is honestly the Holy Spirit interpreting the word, which is why, again, and I think it's in Corinthians, it says we have the mind of Christ. So uh, I don't do the teaching and I don't even allow others to do it all. On the contrary, we break up into small groups. We get round tables, usually three or four of us, and everybody's taking part. Everybody's helping each other explore, and everybody's point of view is very important uh, because we can each help each other begin to pull different scriptures together in such a way that we begin to understand that actually the truth is embodied in a person, and, and that's Jesus. And you're doing all this in the workplace. You're paying your employees to get fed spiritually so they become more whole people. And by being more whole people and actually evaluating and investing in their own spiritual lives, they're do able to do even a better job of serving the clientele that you serve. I mean, it's an amazing thing that you're feeding into your people in a place that most employers have neglected for 1,000 or 2,000 years. Uh, well, Jim, yeah, you know, the way you put it, you make it sound unusual. And, and if it is unusual, that, that's a tragedy. It is uh, because highly unusual. A, a healthy employee is a great employee. Uh, we, I often tell my employees, I want you to learn everything you can here. And if you then, you know, if that opens up new opportunities for you, you want to have, you know, learn how to start your own business, go and do your own thing. We're, we're here to see our people grow. And it's a very important part of what we do as a company, as a business, that the employees are enriched uh, every bit as much as a shareholder might be enriched or as the people we're trying to help through our work are enriched. 
Mm. And, you know, that's something that I, I hope that that is one of the reasons, well, I know that's one of the reasons that we're on the air, is for people to hear a different perspective, a kingdom perspective, and lifting up your employees to make them um, fulfill what God has created them to be is one of those kingdom perspectives. So thanks for sharing that with us, Tony. So you have one more guest there in the room to uh, introduce to our audience. I do indeed. Uh, Addie is the newest member of our team around the table today. Uh, and absolutely, I'd love you to have a chance to chat with her. Welcome, Addie. How long have you been there at the Caris Group then? I've been here about two months now. Very good. So as you heard about the, well, what is your position there? Tell me that. Um, so I am a patient advocate like Justine. So I am on the medical bill negotiation side of what the Caris Group does. Awesome. So as you've only been there a couple of months, when you learned about the Wisdom Journey Bible study, did you join right away? Yes, I, yeah, I did. Um, so my supervisors here, Anna and Miles, that you've gotten a chance to, um, that first Wednesday that I came in, they said, you know, there's this thing called Wisdom Journey. You're welcome to come. It's not mandatory. Um, we basically um, just gather together. Typically, we go over a few verses and chat. It's really casual, and you're welcome to come, but no pressure at all. And just with my background um, and my faith, I thought, wow, that's really kind of crazy. I've never worked in a place that would offer that sort of thing. But I checked it out that first week and just completely loved it and have gone every week since then. So what have you learned? What's one thing you've learned you're like, wow, wow, I learned that at work. I never expected to learn that at work. You've got to learn that kind of stuff at church. Talk to, what's, what's one thing you've learned? Yeah, I think um, like a really big emphasis with the wisdom journey is just that the church isn't a structure and the kingdom can't be confined to one place or one thing. Um, and similar, similarly to the wisdom journey, you know, our, our faith shouldn't be confined to the one room that we meet in. But hmm. as soon as we walk out those doors, you know, our hope, and I think when Tony created this, his hope was that it would just overflow into our coworkers, into the patients, into the providers that we speak to every day. Um, and just kind of a reminder that, you know, our faith is something that should be lived out daily, every moment, um, and not just on Sunday morning or a Wednesday morning in Wisdom Journey. So how, so do you believe that's happened? It's impacted your life? And if, if it has, how so? Absolutely. I can recall many Wednesday mornings where I'll start to work before and maybe not have the best attitude or kind of feel like I'm just punching in on a Wednesday and then be able to go spend those 45 minutes with coworkers and um, just spending a little bit of time in the word and having good conversation. And I walk out of there feeling like a new person where I'm able to just serve, you know, our patients, our clients, my coworkers even better. So what I'm hearing you say, which I think is really powerful, is that actually getting that time away from your work actually improves your work because, you know, uh, you you said it change, helped change your perspective or maybe your attitude on the day. And I think that's huge because um, in our work environment, we are representing the company and we're also representing Christ. So I just love hearing that um, it has really made a difference in your life. So yeah, absolutely. And I feel like too, like another hope for coworkers that don't that choose not to participate. You know, if they overhear conversations mm. or meet 
on the phone that they would notice that something's different about myself or Justine or, you know, hopefully put it together that, oh, there's something different about them and try to wonder what that is and create opportunities to share that. So how has it changed your view on work? I mean, is this your first job outside of college or have you had jobs at other places? I've definitely had jobs other places that were completely the opposite of the Karis group when it came to culture and values and just an emphasis on um, just being able to freely share, you know, your beliefs, whatever those may be. Um, so the question was, I believe, how has it changed my outlook on work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think kind of what I was saying earlier, just knowing that my my Christian beliefs and my faith need to just outflow into into work and to know that there's there's good people who are successful, who are business owners that care about your spiritual life, that I have supervisors and managers that want to take time out of their week, you know, to to talk about anything but work um, and to get to know me better, which is so rare to me. I've never worked a job where I've had someone you know, above me who, who wants to know about myself or my family or my weekend and not just what my numbers are, how I'm performing or what I can offer to the Mm. carers group. So how has it impacted your life outside of work? When you shut the door on your car and start heading home, how is Addie changed? I mean, I think like everyone else has said, just theologically, the, the topics that are discussed, Um, what Tony was saying earlier, how he doesn't answer the questions. He'll ask a very, you know, thought-provoking question or just give an idea for us to discuss in our small groups. And I think we all have a little bit of hope, like, oh, maybe maybe Tony will answer his own question. (laughs) And then he's like, all right, well, that concludes it. And we're all, you know, like, oh, well, what are we supposed to do with this question that we have or this stirring in our souls that we don't really have a clear Mm -hmm. answer on? And so I think that the wisdom journey truly is a journey that carries outside of work where, you know, I'm able to reflect on right. what was discussed earlier and take that into my everyday life and be able to ponder. And it makes me want, want to pursue, you know, my own faith even That's more. That's huge. Fantastic. Addie, thank you so much for being an iWork for him today. Yeah, thank you so much. Tony Dale, thanks for setting the standard, a high bar for feeding into our employees, the people in our organization on a spiritual basis through the wisdom journey. Tony Dell, thanks for bringing your team to I Work For Him today. It's been our pleasure. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I Work For Him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at iworkforhim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at iworkforhim and online iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.